0: Yes, people, welcome to the 13th or 14th episode of the Backpacking Psychonaut. In today's episode, I wanna talk about self-doubt and negative self-talk and the destructive nature of it and how you can instill healthy habits of the mind to overcome this and also start living a life that you want to live. So if you've spent your whole life being a very negative self-talker, if the voice in your mind is always try, is always going against you, is always doubting you, is always setting limitations of your potential, it's going to take a lot of work to overcome this because since you've been young, you've been instilling this way of thinking as a habit in your mind and your mind has the habitual nature to attach to this self-negative image you have of yourself. So it's going to take a process like any, like instilling and distilling any habit is going to be a process. It's going to take patience. But if you do the right actions, if you take the right course and you instill a positive mindset and reinforce this over a long prolonged period of time, then you can start seeing massive improvements and you can start getting to a point where you have confidence in your ability to achieve things and, and go out and map the external world to how you want it to be and not be at the mercy to whatever happens to you. So for me, I've spent my whole life with a very negative state of mind, and I still do to this day. And it's something that I'm training myself to constantly overcome. And it's a constant battle with like my monkey mind to overcome this negative self talk and these limiting beliefs I hold over myself. And like it always came in forms of, you're not good enough to do this everyone else is better than you a lot of thoughts of comparison and like comparison is a thief of joy if you're constantly comparing yourself to others and doubting who you are then you're never going to be able to live an enriched and fulfilled life so I constantly like was always reinforcing this belief that I'm not good enough I can't do this I can't go and speak to that girl I can't go and find a new job I can't go and travel and and then I would look at other people and go yeah they're different to me I'm special and it was always reinforcing this negative self-talk and all it did was keep me where I was and keep me in a negative state of mind and it hindered my growth and it was and it's still to this day it hinders my growth now and I find the habit of my mind to be very negative and to always look on the side of like I can't do things and it's a constant process of me trying to battle this being mindful of them thoughts and moving forward and taking actions that actually are aligned with a positive state of mind so one thing that negative self-talk does to you and it really really instills this in your life is once you have negative self-talk you start to second guess yourself so any action you do or anything you go and do you've always got this nagging mind of going like you're not good enough at this you're not going to do it and what this does is it actually puts anxiety on your performance of that one task so whether that be going talking to a girl getting a new job starting a YouTube channel. You've got that nag in mind, that self-limiting belief that you can't do this, you're not good enough. And what this does is when you actually come to go and do the task, it makes you a lot worse because you're constantly second-guessing yourself and you're preventing yourself to get into a flow state. So you're not just being conscious and fully aware and being your truthful self. You're constantly second-guessing yourself. And this actually breeds poor performance. And the, the bad thing about this is once you have poor performance, that generally leads to more negative self-talk. And it's like a, this vicious cycle of negative self-talk, anxiety, second-guessing yourself, poor performance, and then ruminating in that poor performance and then instilling more negative Self limiting beliefs. And then you get stuck in this cycle of thinking you can't do anything, you can't go and achieve things. And this breathes into your whole life. It like compounds into more and more negative self talk till you get to the point where you don't even bother trying. People give up before they've even tried. And I got to this point, like, especially speaking to women and going out and finding new jobs and taking action on leaving Morrisons. I constantly reinforce this negative state of mind where, like, I can't go and do this. I can't go out there and achieve what I want to achieve. That actually took me, it, it, pigeonhole me in one place and it, it manifested in inaction. So it got to the point where I was just sitting in my room, not going out, trying to meet women. I was sitting in my room, not going out, looking for new jobs. I, was, I wasn't even trying because I promoted this belief in my brain that I can't go and do this. And then because I wasn't taking the action, because I was saying more stagnant, then I was beating myself even more. My self-image was getting worse. And it was that vicious cycle again. And it is brutal because it just keeps you where you are. So The best way to start doing this, and I've got a quote I want to read out for you. So this quote I read like yesterday, the day before, and it's really, really inspired me. It's what inspired me to make this podcast. And it's really opened a new pathway for me to look at things and realize that like, your beliefs have to follow a certain system. And if you want to break this habitual way of thinking of like self-limiting beliefs, you need to follow a certain path. So just listen to this. You don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror. You become confident by having an undeniable stack of proof you are who you say you are outwork your self-doubt and this really really reinforced the fact that you need to take action for me and there's a lot of like woo-woo information out there and you go on the internet and it's like oh positive belief change just change the way you think about yourself and everything will work and it doesn't work like that I de- our, our identity has been i attached to our outcomes because we are just an accumulation of the past choices we've ever made. So our identity now, we're here because of the past choices and we're only ever going to get to there because of our choices we're going to take in the now. So when you start taking action on things that scare you and you start disproving that self-doubt, like say if you want to go and approach that woman... And you're so in your head that you can't speak to women. You can't do this. But then you actually finally go out there and just say hello to the person at the cashier. And then you do that more and more and you train yourself up to actually have a conversation, ask her the time, ask her how a day was. What you're doing bit by bit is you are showing who you want to be. You're showing who you say you are, that you are the person that goes and speaks to women and you are good at that. Same with YouTube, same with the gym. Say if you've got loads of self-limiting beliefs about the gym, it's like, I can't get in shape. I'm always fat, my genetics are shit. Start turning up to the gym. There's no way you're gonna get in shape by believing that you're a healthy person. What you need to do is you need to turn up and show your identity, who you are. And the more you turn up to the gym, the more you reinforce that you're someone who is someone who is healthy and goes to the gym and it's constantly reinforcing that identity of I am who I say I am so write down who you want to be who do you want to be do you want to be someone that's healthy do you want to be someone that's confident and take action on that and the more you take action the more your identity catches up with them actions and it's like it will take a while there's a thing called the imposter syndrome where like people finally achieve all these goals they've been setting out for like come a world champion boxer they can finally cold approach women on the street they're a a famous youtuber and they don't believe that they're actually good enough or deserving of this person it's because their identity is lagging behind but the more they keep taking action and the more they start proving to themselves that they are who they actually are they are the youtuber they are the person who speaks all of them women they are the champion the more you start to believe them because your brain has got undeniable stacks of proof that you it is who it is acting out. So start by taking action. You need to take action on the things you want to do and your goals and little steps. Bit by bit, just starts proving to yourself you are who you say you are. If you're somebody who wants to get healthy, And you identify now as a healthy person, you need to go to the gym because the more you go to the gym, the more you train, the more you eat healthy, you'll become who you say you are. And then self-limiting beliefs that hold deep in your subconscious will start getting deep-rooted and you'll start seeing reality for what it is. You'll start seeing reality for, I am the person that goes and takes action and I am who I believe I am. So yeah, the results breed confidence and the more results you get, the more confidence you get and you start start the compound effects. Again, this compound effect starts rolling. The more actions you take, the better you start getting at things and the more confident you start becoming. So, but there's also the other side as well, like our minds do interpret everything from the external. So even if we are taking actions and we're seeing results, often, as I said before, identity, our identity can lag behind and the things that we can do to reinforce that identity, to see the results we're doing and, po- and push ourselves in a more positive mindset. So what I would do is, you need to start examining your beliefs about yourself and the world around you. And this comes from the basics of CBT, which is Cognitive Behaviour- Behavioural Therapy. So in CBT, you might've heard that before, where people go for that anxiety and depression. All it is, is, is just examining your own thoughts and questioning them. So say if you're a very anxious person, you're a socially anxious person, right? Or you've got limiting beliefs about yourself going to the gym. You're gonna have these beliefs about yourself that you can't do this, I can't do that. But then beliefs, uh, then thoughts are clouded in deep-rooted beliefs in your subconscious brain, in your subconscious mind. So you've got all these automatic negative thoughts that come from this belief about you or the world around you. And this belief might be, I'm not good enough. And this belief could be formed from like your childhood experiences, like past trauma, things you've experienced in your life, all the results you've experienced in your life. All of this is accumulating. All this stuff around you is reinforcing a belief about you or the world around you and then automatic negative thoughts stem out from this belief so what you want to do is you want to sit down and get a journal and start writing down like why does that situation make me anxious why do I think I can't get healthy and then you'll come to an answer it'll be like because my genetics are poor I'm not good enough and then ask yourself why you think that and start questioning your beliefs because when we're growing up we have got such an undeveloped understanding about the world that we attach certain beliefs to things that don't actually, aren't grounded in reality. And these beliefs stay with us for forever unless we challenge them. So our childhood beliefs actually influence our behavior so you want to start questioning these beliefs and start understanding why do I think that's true and then once you do that you start realizing that you're not seeing reality for what it is you're not seeing yourself for what it is these are all negative beliefs about yourself that aren't actually positively benefit, benefiting you so you start questioning your automatic negative thoughts every time one comes up say if you go and talk to a woman or you go into a shop and you get a bit nervous why am I getting nervous there and then you'll come up with an answer and then ask why to that and keep questioning why, keep journaling on why these things make you make you anxious. And eventually you'll get to a belief about yourself or about the world about around you. And then once you've got this belief, it's your job to like deep root this belief and put a new one in there. So I like to see it as like a tree, right? So we've got a seed in our subconscious, and this seed has has breeded a tree that's got loads of branches on it. And these branches are all automatic negative thoughts. And the stem of this tree is the belief. And our job is to pull off all the branches, pull off all the leaves and start digging out this stem of the tree. Start digging out this belief about ourselves and planting a new seed that's healthy and positive. And the way you can do that is through being mindful and using cognitive behavioral therapy. So CBT on yourself, examine your thoughts, journal, question why, and you will get to the understanding of why you think things about yourself and the world around you. And everything in life, all these fears and all these limiting beliefs we have stem from fear. They all stem from, on the base reality of it, of the fear of death. And our ego convolutes these, these ideas about the world around us or us and tricks us into thinking, oh, I'm scared to go into that social situation. But in reality, it's just your brain's scared of death because in hunter-gatherer times, Talking to that person and keeping our tribe close to us and having good relationships with the people around us was actually a life or death experience. Because if we didn't have a good relationship with our tribe and they didn't trust us and we wasn't respected by them, they could outcast us and we would be left on our own. And humans are vulnerable creatures when we're not in herds and when we're out in the savannah where, where, we, where we evolved. And we were very... We're very vulnerable creatures, so we needed each other. So we have got very limiting beliefs and a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear about about ourselves and the world just through natural evolution. So we need to start dispelling the illusions that come from natural selection and start digging into how fear is actually tricking us into staying where we are and causing us to be self-destructive. And it's not actually promoting us to go and live a life we want to live. And so again, it comes back to mindfulness. Like You need to be mindful of everything that's going on in your brain because you, this is all we have. This is a tool to get everything we need to get done. And the more mindful you are of your thoughts, the more mindful and purposeful you can be on choosing things, the better you're going to be and the more you can push past the anxiety and the self-doubt and start taking action and then building up that confidence from there. So you need to start meditating as well. Take action, do the cognitive behavioral therapy, really dissect your mind to see what's going on in there. But also you need to be able to observe your mind with equanimity and be able to observe, observe it without judgment and realize what's going on here, what's going on in my mind, these thoughts, these neg- these self-limiting beliefs aren't actually me, they are just sensations that are arising in my conscious experience, just like an itch on my leg, a fucking bruise on my toe, whatever you can feel, any of these bodily sensations are just the same as your thoughts, you don't have to attach to them, so every time you get a self-limiting belief, every time you get a anxious thought, you can just observe that and let it pop And once you do this, you can be more purposeful and act with what you actually want to act with. You don't have to attach to them self-limiting beliefs and their negative thoughts. And through mindfulness practice, through meditation, you can learn to do this better. And the best way I think of it is mindfulness increases the gap between stimulus and response. So you've got a stimulus from the outside world, whether that be a pretty girl, someone talking to you at the shop, posting the YouTube content. And then you've got the response, which is you taking the action, avoiding that girl, avoiding the person in the shop, not posting the YouTube video. Between them two, you've got an ability to choose what you want to do. You can rather choose to go and do the action and push past the feelings of anxiety and depression, or you can choose to sit back and take an action and let the thoughts of anxiety reinforce in your brain and build a habit. And the more you meditate, the more you become mindful of these things, the more the gap between the, the bigger the gap between stimulus and response grows. And the last thing I want to say is with like confidence and self doubt is don't wish, don't wish and live in the future about like who you want to be. Because what this does is, this just reinforces who you are not now. And this is like, don't attach to a certain outcome. Don't sit there and go, oh, in a six months time, I'm gonna be well confident. I wish I was like this, I wish I was like that. Because all you're doing is living in a future that doesn't exist and you're attaching to an outcome that doesn't actually exist. And all that's gonna do is when you live in that future, when you attach yourself to the certain outcome, it's just gonna look at where you are in the present and beat up your self-image and you're just gonna reinforce what you are not. So you are here now, be okay with who you are, be vulnerable and be willing willing. to accept your flaws and work with them and act in the present. Don't wish to be someone else because you can't. The only thing that exists is now. So you need to take action with this person you are now, with these beliefs, with this physique you've got, with this mind, whatever it may be, this financial situation, this is you now. There's no point wishing in the future that you are someone else or living in the past about choices you could have made. You are here now. So take the choices now, work on the things you can do now and the future will sort itself out. But don't attach yourself to outcomes because all that's gonna do is reinforce who you are not. And I've got one more thing to say, guys. So everything in life, and I've read this in a book called The Motivation Manifesto by Brenda Pichard. It's an amazing read. If anyone wants to read it, I'll leave the link in the comments below. So it's a notion that everything in life is rather taking a purposeful action or giving into fear, and this is called aversion. and ascension. An ascension is you're ascending to another level. You're acting with purpose, and you're doing what makes you scared, but you're taking the action anyway. You're not letting that fear stop you. An aversion is you're giving into that fear. You're giving into the self-limiting beliefs. So every choice you ever make are of two choices. That rather you're asserting to a next level. You're going up to the next level and being someone who acts purposely, or you're aver- or you're Averting what you need to do, and you're given fear and always look through aversion and ascension. Are you going to ascend to the next level? Are you going to be someone who takes action, or are you going to avert back to this weak, cowardice version of yourself? So, aversion, and oh, I keep saying it wrong. Fucking ascension and aversion. So, you're going to ascend, or you're going to avert. Which one are you going to do? And make the choices. Make the right choice each time, and your life will sort itself out. So, thank you very much for listening, people. And I'll see you all in the next episode.